You're listening to an Englishman in the Balkans. Welcome to an Englishman in the Balkans podcast with me, David Pecinovic Bailey. In this podcast, you'll get a unique look at life in Bosnia and Herzegovina through my eyes, the eyes of an immigrant. Each episode, I share my experiences living in this often misunderstood country and introduce you to some of the interesting people I've met along the way. From exploring the rich culture and history to discussing the challenges and joys of immigrating to a new country, this podcast offers a thoughtful and engaging look at life in the Western Balkans. It's been a very long day for me. I've been stood up watching rafts coming in from, I don't know, a host of different nations. But I came here today because I found out that um, at the European Rafting Championships for 2015 here at Karanovac at the uh, Rafting Club Canyon um, just between Banyaluka and Krupa Navabasu that um, the ladies team would be here and I'm always impressed with how ladies manage to get into sports that have previously been dominated by men and that's not meant to sound sexist at all. And then on Twitter and other social networks uh, I managed to see that the girls might be free. So here is Debs, who is the coach, and she's got, I, I would like to say the mascot, but that is most probably the worst thing I could possibly say because your little son's here as well. That's right, yeah, I've got a five-month-old little boy, Alfie Bo, so he's come out as our chief mascot. Uh, I've stepped out of the raft after the World Championships in 2013, um, and I now have this little man, so I've adopted the role of coach instead of uh, the front left seating position. So uh, currently on the bank rather than in the raft. Is this the first time you've come to compete in Bosnia-Herzegovina with the team? No, not at all. So I was part of the team that uh, raced here in 2009 in the World Championships, which was an incredible experience. They put on such a good event for us. We had probably the most spectacular opening ceremony ever in Banja Luka, and we all fell in love with Bosnia. So the fact that the European Championships have brought us back here has been an incredible, uh, exciting event for our team to come back and return. While you were busy um, getting your ladies back in today, um, I took some time to speak to Steve, who comes along to support the, the men's team. And some shocking news for me that the sport isn't funded by central government and you're all putting your hands in your pockets to bring yourself here. That must be a terrible strain. That's right, yeah. It's, uh, it's a sport that we all feel really passionate about. We're, we've been so lucky to travel the world and represent our country doing it. Unfortunately, it's a paddle sport. It comes under the umbrella of canoeing, but it's not an Olympic discipline, so we receive no real funding from our governing body. So we do rely on our own personal pockets uh, very heavily, and we're very lucky to have um, a few key sponsors that help us with equipment and a small amount of money. So uh, along the way, we have managed to find some sponsors, but it's a tough job because it's a very small sport in a big arena um, which, which, uh, which means we do have to pay a lot ourselves, yeah. A lot of teams here, Georgians, Serbians, they're pretty local, I know that. The Slovenians have made more noise than I ever thought <laughs> um, uh, are possible. And you girls from, from the GB, how, how do you fare compared to the rest of the, the nations in your sport? 
Uh, we've been racing, this team in particular, we've been racing together since 2005. Um, and I've been racing since 98. So we, we've been around a while, but this team, you know, it's now 10 years old. And we've, we've kind of etched away at it. And little by little, we've come up into the medals. So we're definitely a force to be reckoned with. Um, and everyone was expecting us to be on the podium at this event. But, and it's so great that we've managed to, to prove them right. But we've now just got our biggest stash of medals in an R6 event, which is six in a boat, that we've ever had in our history of our team. So we're feeling very proud right now. When I first bumped into you today, everybody was saying, just calm down a minute. Uh, the <laughs> girls are very emotional. Um, they had to lodge a complaint because of some dodgy rule work. Can I put it that way? Yeah. So uh, in raft racing, there's four different disciplines that we race in. So we have to do a sprint, which is a fast, all out down a rapid. We then do the same rapid, but head to head against other boats. Uh, there's then a slalom, which if anyone has ever watched canoe slalom, you'll know you have to negotiate through gates, both up and downstream. And then today's event, which is the finale, is the downriver endurance, which is pretty much an hour's worth of gruelling racing on water against other teams. Um, and there's quite a few rules that you have to adhere to, but the main one is, is that if, a team, if the team behind you are obviously faster, you must give way. And you may only change direction once, so make a change of direction once. Unfortunately, the Russian team did a little bit of zigzagging in front of our girls um, and so effectively blocked their line um, so there was some definitely heightened emotions on the finish line uh, a protest was lodged but with 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 everything these sports are, are low funded throughout the world so all the judges that come here are volunteers all of the officials that are here are volunteers so there's only so much they can do to get people out on the course to, to keep an eye on things like that so without video footage to prove such an event happened, that protest didn't get upheld. Um, another good reason to get more funding so we could have a GoPro camera on our boat permanently. But it's all things like this that you, that you take away. But we're very proud of our performance and, and actually overall it hasn't affected our results greatly. You were talking about the course. And you know what? Over the years I've lived in Bosnia-Herzegovina, I, I must have driven this route, I don't know, hundreds and hundreds of times. But you don't really get to see down into the canyon because it's a pretty dodgy road and it's a very fast road. And I understand the police actually blocked it off so people could watch. So tell me, from, from your perspective, what is it like down in that canyon? It's just spectacular. It's beautiful. The river is one of the most beautiful rivers we've ever raced on. Uh, the, the slalom course is by far the most spectacular. We, we paddled slalom under floodlight last night. The stars were out. There was a sliver of a moon. It just doesn't get much better than that. Uh, quality white water and, you know, some great organisation. So we're really fortunate to come to such a beautiful country that's had such a traumatic past and they now play host to all these nations. And, we're, yeah, it's, it's fantastic. The river... Uh, has definitely been a great asset to this competition. Every mother loves having their child around and Alfie's here. Um, when he gets a bit older, are you going to get back in the boat? Oh, for sure. I think it's, it's hard to know what's going to happen. When you become a mum, you have no idea how it's going to feel or how your priorities are going to change. And definitely at the moment, he's my number one priority. But to be around in the sport still is fantastic. And I... I do think I'll get back in the boat at some point, so and it's a great incentive. So um, I think, yeah, whether it'll be next year, 2017, who knows? But yeah, some medals here on this championship. What's next for the team? 
Well, next for the team this year is a lot of hard training and preparation. We've got the World Championships next, which are happening in Indonesia in November. So another big competition for us. It's quite unusual to have two such big competitions in one year. Normally they're alternate. Um, so we we hope to take everything we've learned here and, and work forward and go to Indonesia and see if we can recreate what we've created here, but on the world stage. There's a lot of tough competition out there, um, but everything we've done here, we just need to replicate harder and stronger. Uh, and the girls are certainly fired up now, ready to do that. I can only imagine that after this you've got a long haul back. Is it flying or is it by road? It's uh, road and flying, so we'll be leaving here reasonably early tomorrow. Most of us are flying out of Croatia, um, flying back into Stansted. Um, there's a, a car load of us that live in North Wales, so that's almost a five-hour journey from London <laughs> back to there. So it's a long, a long day ahead of us, um, but more than worth it to come out here and experience. And are going to come back to Bosnia other than rafting? Yeah, I would love to. Bosnia has so much to offer. It's so much culture, incredible nature and wilderness. Um, the last time we came here, we also got the incredible luck to race on the Tara Canyon, which borders Bosnia and Montenegro. And it's definitely a place that's special in my heart. And I really hope that as soon as Alfie's big enough to hold a paddle, we'll be taking him down there. Debs, thank you very much indeed. Pleasure. So, that's it for this episode. Our podcast is available on all major podcast platforms. And if you like this podcast, then please do leave us a review or send us an email. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to our podcast. If you would like to support us and the production of future episodes, then please consider maybe giving us a tip or becoming a member of our podcast family. The link to do that is in the show notes for this podcast. Thanks again for listening. We really do appreciate it. To find out more about us and where we live, why not check out our blog at anenglishmaninthebalkans.com.